Hello and welcome to Scrapbook, the podcast dedicated to all things digital art. I'm your host, Michele Colonna, and today I have the honor of speaking with Italian fine art photographer and digital artist, Nati. Hi, Nati, and welcome to the show. Hello, Michele. Nice to meet you. It's so amazing being here. I'm so thankful. I know. Same here. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> I've been, um, you've been on the list for a while. I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I've, I've had my... Um, you know, on my wish list of people to speak to, you were up there. Um, and so I'm, I'm super excited that you have made the time and uh, that we, we made this conversation happen because uh, there's a lot to cover, a lot I want to ask. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've been, I've been your fan of, you know, it's, uh, you know, I've noticed your work uh, over, I, I would say like early on in my, in my entrance into the space. So, so you've been on my radar for quite a while and, uh, a little bit shy of my approach, <laughs> but, uh, uh <laughs> but finally, um, we're finally able to kind of, uh, you know, schedule this, uh, this, this, this call. So I'm super excited to have you on the show and I can't wait to, uh, to get going. Uh, where are you calling from? Are you, are you in, are you in Milan? Where are you based out of, uh, Nati? Yes, now I live in Monza, which is like pretty ah. much close to oh. Milan. Yeah, but I but I was born and raised in the south of Italy, so like it's it's a very big change. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I did not know that. Oh, so you're Monza. You're Monza now, but you're originally yeah. from uh, where about south? Calabria, Catanzaro. Oh, Catanzaro. Oh, not not too far from my hometown. I mean, I'm Pugliese. I don't know if you knew that. I'm from Bari, so. I was. Uh, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. In your Italian accent. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, uh, I was born and raised there, but I've, I mean, I've been. I've been in the states for a very long, long, long time. So, uh, so Monza by way of Catanzaro, and uh, well, you know, to to uh, due passi, two steps from Milan. So, um, yeah, so you you you're very close. Um, all right, so why don't we uh, jump right in and because uh, there's a lot to talk about, especially. Uh, from your from your artistic standpoint, I just want to learn as much as possible. Since uh, you know I have this opportunity, I don't want to waste a single minute. Um, so I want to jump right into it. Uh, so yes, so so Nati, so well, there's a distinct signature aesthetic to your work, you know, which is characterized by the you know that unmistakable teal orange colorscape, right, which we see uh, mm-hmm. all over your your, your photography. Yeah. Um, I actually find myself attracted more by the underlying themes of your photography, which is, uh, you know, to me it's a it's a running commentary on the human condition, especially as manifested in the alienating effects of modern societies, right? Um, that's what comes right. through loud and clear for me. You know, the idea that one can be made to feel invisible among a, you know, among a sea of humanity. Um, can you share with us your take on the vision behind your work? Thank you, first of all, for your kind words and for taking the time to really understand my work. I, I think that, you know, so many people just look at the overall aesthetic, which is totally fine. But for me, photography is not just about capturing beautiful images. It's a medium through which I can delve deeper into, you know, the complexities of human existence. And the concept of feeling invisible in a sea of humanity has always intrigued me and i believe it's a sentiment that you know so many people can relate in especially in today's fast-paced and interconnected world so you know through my lens i aim to highlight the 
alienating effects of modern societies and kind of like spark a conversation about the impact that they have on our sense of self and connection to others. And I feel like by focusing on the individual within crowded urban environments, for example, I seek to portray the isolation and anonymity that can be experienced among you know, the masses. And based on that, I strive to sort of create a visual narrative that invites viewers to reflect on their own experiences and consider, you know, the broader implications of our contemporary society, right? And of course, the use of my color palette is intentional as it adds, you know, a distinctive mood and atmosphere to the photographs, kind of like evoking a sense of introspection and you know in my approach i pay attention to of course composition lighting framing to capture the essence of isolation right and i often emphasize to the juxtaposition between the individual and the surrounding environment you know utilizing for example negative space or isolating the subject to convey a sense of detachment because I really hope that my work can spark a dialogue about you know the challenges that we face as individuals in a very disconnected world and you know by shedding light on these underlying themes I aim to raise awareness and just you know encourage a deeper understanding of the human experience within our modern society right because well to some people i mean the you know that 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 signature uh color scape that teal orange uh you know could be Mm -hmm. the end game right um you know meaning yeah you know that that is that is the essence of nati's art but it's not it's really the uh you know that's that's the framework that's the visual framework of the of of, right of, of the art itself but it's really the, the 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 portraits, right? That you try to, and the stories behind the portraits, right? That you try to bring mm-hmm. forth, right? Am I am I reading it right? Do I am I in, am I um, you know uh, understanding your art correctly? It it yes, right. you're absolutely correct, a hundred percent, yes. It's 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 those stories, right? That you that you tell, right? It's this, you know, it could be of loneliness, you know. And it's funny because mm-hmm. a while back, one of the one of our first interaction was a comment I made. Um, and one of your work where I said, wow, I really feel um, a Hopper-esque vibe into this work. And you come and you say, oh, Michele, that's like, that's exactly, uh, that's one of my favorite yeah. artists, blah, blah. <laughs> but, but it's true, right? There, there is, it's, you know, it's that, it's that feeling of, of feeling alone, right? Or this desolation, which mm-hmm. is a, a, a side effect of, you know, of modern living, right? Um, yeah. And, and, and it seems like that's, that's really what, that's really what you are exploring, right? That's that's your your life calling. That's your life subject, or that's what you're trying to decipher and decode and uh, and 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 make sense of it, right? Through your work, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is correct because I think that you know it's a sentiment that each one of us can feel. You know, nobody feels happy all the time, and you know you can feel alone in a crowd full of people. Yeah. So. I think 
yeah. And and, and Nati, do you think it's do you think it, it's um, specific to city living, or do you feel like it's just a, um, a manifestation of modern living in whatever form it takes, a rural life or, uh, oh, I don't know, um, any types of lives? And it's just the fact that we are uh, slowly being removed from um, our, you know, our just our regular interactions by the distractions of, of technology and, and so forth. I'd love to hear your opinion on that. Mm, yeah, I think the feeling of alienation in my work goes beyond just a byproduct of modern living and city life. Like while those aspects definitely contribute to the sense of isolation, I also delve into deeper themes of otherness and the experience of being outsiders in our own reality. You know, in today's world yeah. where we are constantly bombarded with stimuli and social interaction, it's not uncommon to feel disconnected from our surroundings and, you know, even from ourselves. You know, as I said, the disconnection can manifest as a profound sense of otherness as if we are observing the world from the outside, you know, never feel fully like we are belonging or being understood. Right, right. And so as you, because I know you like to shoot at night, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you're the, oh, you're, yes. You're the, you're the vampire. Of, <laughs> 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 uh, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I noticed you, you shoot. I love you, it. You, yeah, because that, that's that's when the best stories come out, right? That's when uh, that's when the city is at its most vulnerable, right? That's when, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also at its most uh, authentic, right? And it's most uh, honest, right? Um, you know, I agree. Yeah. I, I think it's the fact that the yeah. city gets quieter yeah, at yeah. night. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's almost like it's coming finally alive. alive like it's yeah. less busy. But, but and, it's authentic you know, itself, though, right? Because dur- yeah. during the day, it's got this mask, right? Because you know, we either we go into the office or we go into see friends. So we mm-hmm. always have this like this best air about ourselves. But then, then when the night comes, we kind of like you know. Um, uh, you know, let go, right? So uh, I'm, I'm sure the the stories you pick up, you pick up, you know, when you decide to shoot are probably more genuine and more authentic, right? Yeah, I, I've been shooting photography since like more than 12 years. And, you know, as much as I enjoyed taking photos during the daytime, I just felt like it just wasn't for me because it was yeah. almost like the day had some sort of mask because like, so many tourists, so yeah. many people going yeah. in and about. But at night, it's just totally different. Like, I just feel yeah. inside the city that I'm shooting in. Like, during the day, I just feel like an outsider. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just that's, taking that's a, great point. a photo. Yeah. You've re- I, in a way, you kind of really catch the soul of Milan, right? Um, you know, in the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? <laughs> <laughs> agreed agreed life is not perfect <laughs> yeah for sure but but that's 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 to me that is worthwhile um material right that is worthwhile art to document right because it's the mm-hmm. you know it's at its most un, um unguarded you know it's at its most kind of um uh you know left to its own devices right i feel like it's 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 a much yeah. more sincere portrait of a city or, and the people um that that populate the city. So my question was, so as you get ready, as you get ready for, you know, for the evening to, you know, to go out and shoot, right. Um, 
Are yeah. you preparing yourself mentally? Are you are you are you sort of like setting up the story in your mind as to where you're going to go chase? Because it is you're chasing. You're a storyteller, so you're going to go chase these stories and these people that tell these mm-hmm. stories, right? Um, or do you just surrender yourself to the moment and say, "I'm just going to get out of get out of the house, and I'm just going to mm-hmm. you know take the number twenty six to uh, Piazza San Babi or whatever <laughs> it is, right? And uh, right. <laughs> and I'm going to go um, and I'm going to go shoot. Or is it much more uh, premeditated than that? Um, so I like to take even photography by my heart. So everything that I do is pretty much spontaneous, and I like you know, the scenes to be candid. Like, I don't want to, you know, think about what I want to photograph, even though it may help, you know, to, for example, build a photography project. But like, I just go with my gut and just, you know, I want to be present in the moment and just stroll around the city for like four or five hours and just see what my eye, you know, is capturing and... Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it for me, because like everything is just so unexpected. Yeah, and and what is usually your cue? Like, what what will catch your your eye and say, you know, what this is? Uh, I mean, it's, it sounds probably like a stupid question, but I was just curious, like, what what, <laughs> what triggers that? You know, it's like, oh, this is definitely something I need to capture. Hmm, that's a very good question, because like the subjects may vary. Um, and I think that also depends on my mood, like, yeah. especially at night, you know, you, you may feel some different emotions based on the way that, I don't know, your mindset is at what you're feeling at the moment. And, you know, some nights it can be just lonely people, just people, yeah. you know, I have one of my favorite photographs and it's just this man sitting outside of a restaurant and there's like so many tables and chairs. Oh, that's, and that's a hard, that's heartbreaking. There. That one is heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I know. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Cause, and that was shot also at the beginning of COVID, right? Yes. Yeah. That was actually in the, in the middle of it. Cause like it, it's yeah. been, two years now so it's yeah. hard to like remember exactly because yeah. like time flew by so fast yeah. but yeah I, I know exactly which which work you're talking about and uh it, it probably couldn't take it anymore so i'm just gonna sit down and, and 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 try to have a meal or whatever it was a restaurant right or a bar right and and yeah and and it was a restaurant and there's all these tables right that were expecting people obviously there's nobody there um yeah it was basically in the navigli district oh, Navigli, yeah yeah. yeah, and I was on top of like this bridge, and I was just looking around. As I turned on my right side, I just saw this man like just sitting there. It, it wasn't like even eating, and there was a full crowd just passing by, and yeah. no one was watching or you know interacting with him. And I, you know, kind of slowed down my shutter speed because I knew that I wanted to capture the flow of the people just, you know, passing by and him just being there alone. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 fascinating. One of the other things I notice about your work, uh, Nati, is the um is the fact that it seems like um it it's a it's a very elaborate production set that's been set up with like 
tens of people working around and setting up the light and setting up the stage and setting up the uh, the scene and all that. And uh, and instead, it's just uh, it's just good old Nati, right? Kind of <laughs> on, on a bridge, right? Yeah. Finding the moment and just capturing it, right? And then um, and then obviously all the post production work that comes with that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's always just me. <laughs> yeah, because I, because I've, I've seen, you know, you, you have posted in the past, you know, uh, pre and post, and there's, uh, and mm-hmm. gosh, th- that's what you, that's where you see the, 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 all the work that goes into uh, one of your, one of, you know, any of your projects, right? Because, um, you know, what, what is first documented is, you know, is really, uh, it's a great composition, but the, the. It seems pretty, you know, coming from just the quality of the image, right? Of the of the, the aesthetic mm-hmm. of the image, right? And then it's like all the all the layers, all the post uh, uh, steps that take place that turn into this masterpiece that uh, that you're able to create each and every time. So, um, but okay, this is fascinating. Um, so I'm very flattered. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, Nati, do, do you come to terms with this feeling of uh, alienation as a as a byproduct of modern living and especially city life, or is it something deeper that touches on themes on themes of otherness, meaning you know a reality as being experienced as as outsiders? And what I'm trying to get at with this question is also to the sense of, to a feeling of identity, right? Meaning, is mm-hmm. it um, is it pervasive to anybody and it in anybody living in a city situation uh, privy to it, or is it more something like the outsider experience? It? Maybe in this case, somebody outside of the of Italian society, or maybe somebody who has uh, um, mm-hmm. a different background. I don't know. Um, I'm very curious to understand that point of view. Mm-hmm. So through my photography, I am to capture this complex interplay between the individual and society and I explored the idea that despite being surrounded by countless individuals you know as I said before we can still feel like outsiders unseen unheard and I think that this notion reflects to the deep-rooted yearning for connection and understanding that just exists within all of us yeah and i think that just by highlighting these themes i hope to spark introspection and empathy in the viewers and you know i want them to recognize the universal human experience of feeling you know just like you're either somebody else or just that you're not belonging whether it be in a busy city or within the broader context or of our society. And I believe that we can foster, you know, this sense of compassion and strive towards like building a more inclusive and understanding world, even though yeah. it seems pretty hard, but that that's what I always try to do with my work. Interesting. Okay, and 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 now, do you find a place like Milan or Italy in general, um, you know, to be, um, uh, you know, to be that kind of a of a of a of a, of a place where, um, you know, an element of sort of like to get, you know, not togetherness. What's the right word I'm trying to look for? Of um, of you know of, of melting right of uh, mm-hmm. of, of cultures of 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 people of ideas. Uh, is is a fertile ground for that, or does it does it's do, do you experience it as a place where has very very 
um, distinct and very, very partitioned kind of uh, uh, pockets of, of, of people, cultures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Milan, since it's like one of the biggest cities in Italy, we have like so many different cultures, uh, which is amazing because you can, you know, brother your views on so many things yeah. and you know you can pick up different languages which is always fun yeah but at the same time i think that the fact that it is indeed a big city that is where almost you know you have that sense of not belonging even yeah. though you may feel like you have everything in front of you right 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 and yeah so I think that's the yeah. main issue. Yeah. So to me, it sounds like it has to do more with scale, right? Because it is, yeah. right? Um, you know, a, a, a big city, a big place with uh, uh, people from all over the world and diff- different different languages, different cultures, and therefore, mm-hmm. therefore, you know, one can feel, uh, you know, lonely, right? And and and, uh, and yes. as an outsider, right? Um, that's okay. That's a great point. Um, now I think of you as a very, very talented Italian artist and, and a fine art photographer. Does that description match up with your self-perception and sense of identity or is there more to it? Um, yeah. I would say that my self-perception and sense of identity go beyond being confined to a single label or genre. Like while photography is indeed a significant part of my artistic expression, I see myself more as a storyteller who utilized like various mediums and techniques to, you know, convey narratives and evoke emotions. Because I believe that art has the power to, you know, transcend boundaries and limitations. And, you know, just by embracing this approach, I can you know, explore different avenues of yeah. creativity and storytelling. So, yeah. yeah, like while my work may often fall under the category of fine art photography, I also incorporate like elements of narrative, symbolism, mm. and, you know, experimental techniques sometimes, you know, just to create a more nuanced and layered experience for the audience and of course for myself. Huh. So photo- so if I understand it correctly, what you're saying, Nati, is that photography is just one of your mediums and you could we could easily see a um an essay. A, 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 you could write a you could you could you could express your art, your storytelling through a book, through a film, right? You could it could be mm-hmm. um it could be a cinematic uh, medium, right? Um and and photography is just one of the of the many right is is that is that correct exactly yes yes absolutely mm-hmm. like i didn't start you know this art journey as a photographer because i was a painter i was an illustrator um and now i'm into you know video making so ah. i think storyteller just defines what i am better Interesting. So, so it's it's really about it's it's really about the desire and the need to communicate these stories, and then um, mm-hmm. and then whichever medium fits the bill for that for that specific period of time that you're um, that you want to tell that story, then you pick whatever. In this case, we're in late, you know recently you've been working you've been doing it through photography, 
Yeah. I, I, I was not aware of your painting. So is there a body of work out there that needs to be seen? Um, I was pretty young, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even take pictures back then of my work, but I, I have a profile where um, I used to share so many of my drawings and yeah. illustrations because I've been a graphic designer for the past seven years as well. So I just like to express myself in, you know, all kinds of art. Like I don't have to be the best at it, but yeah, just being able to, you know, do different stuff. I think it's it's important for me. Like especially when I feel stuck, you know. Even now, I do photography and video making full time, but sometimes I just need to paint, and it's just something yeah. that you know I cannot help. Oh, uh, we need to we need to see that. We need we we you've got to share that with the world. <laughs> Maybe, maybe one day I will. Yeah. Maybe one day I will. Don't, uh, yeah, don't hold out on us. Don't hold out on us. You know, you definitely have to share. With us. Uh-huh. And but and and, um, and it sounds like you've also been working with film, right? Recently, are you do? Are you yeah. work, are you doing shorts and and, and are there commercial um, initiatives or there or there are artistic um, initiatives? There are artistic initiatives, and it's always me like uh, i'm always like the idea maker because uh, yeah. um i i like to write in my free time right. and it's usually just stories or dreams that i've had and i just uh. want to write them down so yeah like one of my recent work is actually a short film and it was inspired by the movie by todd phillips the joker which came out in yeah. 2019 yeah and i was so obsessed with that movie for a long time that yeah when i saw a cosplayer on instagram i just had to <laughs> contact and just be like let's do this <laughs> wow is it out is, uh, can we see it or it is it is out. It has been out since a couple of days now. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. Um, it's not on Twitter yet. I just posted like just a, a YouTube link. But oh, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Yes. So wait, you got to tweet about it so we get a link so we can go to it. Okay, I will. I will. Uh, I promise. And so, so are you doing? So I mean, the question is then: Are um, like, would you, like, would you? Uh, shoot film short films that you can then submit to the uh i don't know the film festival circuit the short film festival circuit or is it something mm-hmm. you want to keep much more like limited to um just you know personal projects i actually really like festivals and we are planning on you know sending them out to a couple different ones yeah so let's let's have our finger crossed that you know yeah. somebody out there is gonna like yeah. our ideas, because I think in Italy, my cinematic approach is is not the standard, which is completely fine based on the cultural right. view. But I just hope that you know uh, the mindset can change, because I think that the the more people just broaden their views, the better it is, especially for artist yeah for sure for sure i would recommend uh starting with uh clermont ferrand in france because usually when when i mean i used to be involved in that space so if i remember correctly the the, the path was 
Uh, it started with Clermont-Ferrand, which which is the probably one of the most the one of the most historical, one of the most established short film festivals. Mm-hmm. And then it would go yes. from Clermont, it would go to Aspen, then from Aspen it would go to Sundance, and then from Sundance it would go to um, to LA for the Oscars, right? That's the path you would take, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know, once once you were picked up by Clermont-Ferrand, you would you would get then get picked up by Aspen, then Aspen, you know. Um, that's where I recommend you would uh, you, you would start submitting it then. And um, I think I forget the name of the gentleman they used to run. There was Roger. He's probably retired now, but um, but yeah, that's a great fest. Short. It's, it's when it comes to I'm talking about just shorts, cortometraggi, yes. you know, not the full full exactly. length. Yeah. So well, that's exciting. Um, I can't wait to check it out. You know, definitely make sure you do, please do tweet us so we can get a get a link and 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 check it out because i'm sure it's going to be just as um captivating and as amazing as your photography is i'm sure um is uh, <laughs> i aste- hope you will like it aesthetic wise like is there is there uh, a common denominator with your photography or is it something that's going to feel completely completely new and um and out of left field mm, i want to take my photography approach even on my other projects ah. it's where i belong the most like i yeah i just love the way my photography feels and yeah it's what i really really want to be doing in the future as well yeah so yeah in the short film you have two different color grades yeah one um has a slightly teal and orange look for the daytime and the other ones is just completely Nazi signature. Yeah, yeah. Are you in love with that? Like, <laughs> silly question, but it's like, like when, when, you know, when, when you when you're done with the last edit, the last tweak, you're like, oh my god, this is so freaking amazing. Which it is, by the way. I, and I, I can confirm it is as as a as an outsider, right? But you know, what's your feeling like when you when you when you made the last final edit? It's like, wow. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I, 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 I almost And don't be shy. Don't be shy, Nati. Say, say like it is. Oh, I'm not. Know? Oh, I'm not. I'm Go. so not. Like, I, I'm just Italian like you. And <laughs> I just speak from my heart. So, yeah, yeah I, was, I was just so happy that I almost cried because I was <laughs> so proud of the entire body of work. Yeah. And, you know, the team were basically my brothers who did the music my best friend who was my assistant, you know, nice. the actor that I just met on Instagram. Like it was just a little crew, but wow. it just felt so professional because everyone just gave the best of them. Oh, and that's amazing. It, it just made me so proud. Wow. Good for you. Good for you. Um, can you walk us through your path through Web3 and, uh, you know, how your perception of the space has changed through the, you know, the cyclicality of the, of the space dynamics of the last year or two. And, and if you can please share your outlook, your future outlook on the space as well, that'd be great. Um, so for artists like myself, web tree has provided a new avenue to showcase and monetize our work in a more transparent and decentralized manner. Yeah. And the integration of the blockchain technology, especially has, introduce concepts such as you know nfts which allow for the tokenization of the ownership of the digital asset and i think this has 
you know, completely revolutionize the art world by providing, you know, unique opportunities to sell and collect digital art and, you know, create direct relationship between artists and collectors, which for me has been a life changing yeah. experience. Yeah, because it bypasses the, gal- the the in between, right? The 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 uh, the middleman. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And as for the space dynamics, I think that Web Three has experienced its fair shape of hype, fluctuations, and evolving trends. And I think that the rapid growth and adoption of the blockchain technology have been accompanied, you know, by periods of high enthusiasm and speculation, yeah. you know, followed by market corrections and adjustments. <laughs> and I think that this dynamic has made important for us artists and creators to navigate the space with caution and, yeah. you know, ensuring a sustainable and long-term approach, especially to their work. Yeah. Um, when, when did you come into the space, uh, Nati? Was it 2020? It was 2021. Oh, 2021. Okay. Yeah. And and you. I remember. Yeah, and your entrance was basic. Was it like your first mint? Is that what it would have been? Um. Or, or was it yeah, more? Or was like, it more getting I, familiar with the landscape and then and then you know mm-hmm. you know putting your you know your toe in the water and kind of you know warming up right or, or was it you know quick? So basically, I I like to really study every kind of market first before you know yeah. jumping in and that's how I always do yeah. anything really. So I spent like the entire 2021 just like you know, study the market, studying what my other photographers' friends were doing, uh, you know, um, reading threads, like so many things. And then, you know, when I finally felt ready, I just, you know, started to mentally work on the blockchain. Yeah. And now, did you find that uh, that transition daunting or did it come very natural to you? Meaning like, you know, setting up the the, 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 the exchange account, whether it's Coinbase or Gemini, whatever it is, then getting your MetaMask or your Temple and then, mm-hmm. and then you know, getting your fiat to your, to your uh, yeah. Coinbase and all that stuff. Did you find that to be pretty... Uh, you know, pretty smooth or was it uh, choppy for you? No, I've always loved technology. So for me, it was even more exciting to Ah. approach to something so new. So, you know, when I set up my wallet, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Um, And the fact that, Uh you know, you have private keys and all of that, just the technology behind it was like so fascinating for me that, you know, it, it was not a weight on me at all. Yeah. And and was was everything available like in Italy um, from the get go? Like all the all I guess because it is decentralized. Right. So it's not like you had to go to a store mm-hmm. and buy something like a piece of equipment. Right. It was right. all it was all digital. So, <laughs> so I guess it was it's just it was just as as informed or right or as up uh, as uh, up to date as you needed to be. Right. To be able to come into the space. Right. Um, yeah, the the thing that I remember though is that there were not many Italians at all. Yeah, that I had to create a group chat and just 
started to like write on my Instagram account, you know, just come on over Twitter and just, yeah. you know, see about the blockchain and NFTs. And so, yeah, I did onboard a couple people. Now I have a group chat full of like, oh, really? I it's forgot. Not- uh-huh. yeah we are so many but i'm just so happy that you know even italy right now is just yeah. on track with I, all the nfts yeah. yeah i i tell you i tell you the truth nati i was i was inc- i was super impressed when i uh i because i came in i want to say i want to say 20 is i can't i can't remember if it was 20 or 21 but it mm-hmm. was an occasion of the um of the combi you know the the auction house uh the milanese auction house uh show yeah. that they did with uh, uh that was this it was a dystopic uh show you know and mm-hmm. and that's when i that's when i came in and that was my first auction where i bought a piece i bought a nicolas cognamiglio piece the the this place yeah. and mm-hmm. and you know um lo schiavo was in that show um i think Coutini yeah. was in that show um Nicola was in that show. There was so many, uh, so many amazing. Uh, uh, Paula Pina was in that show. It was a many, incredible amount of artists, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like really imp- not only amazing, <laughs> but it's really impressive." The uh, the because you know I, I didn't know because you know I've been a collector all my life. Right? I've been collecting contemporary art all my life, right? But traditional art, so I did not, I yeah. did not know what the quality level uh, was in the digital space. And I came mm-hmm. soon to terms with the fact that uh, it was very impressive. And I was very, very, it, it was a very proud moment for me that a lot of this talent was coming from Italy too, you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, the scene in Italy is pretty sophisticated as far as the, as far as the talent on the talent end of things. Obviously there was not that many users as far as, um, you know, collectors, yeah. uh, quattro gatti, four mm-hmm. cats. It was token angel, <laughs> token right. angel and a couple of others, right? There wasn't that many people. And I don't know mm-hmm. if there's, if it's still like that, if there are more than, um, but it was, but it was very, very encouraging and very, because, you know, you know, it is not in, usually, you know, Italy is not always on in the, you know, in, in the news for the, Never. the, the good things or <laughs> the positive things. So to, to, to yeah. realize that right away, it was very, very refreshing and very, very, um, it just felt good, you know? And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm that's very very impressive and uh, and I'm so I'm really really happy to see that it's a very very uh it's a solid scene it's a strong scene it's a it's a it's a scene with a vision you know you know look at the work that Clapis is doing or uh like mm-hmm. I said Coutini or Alessandro Lac or Pannoni it's like you know it's pretty you know it's pretty pretty impressive what in, and then obviously what you're doing with photography and cinema it's uh I couldn't be I couldn't be happier and I couldn't be prouder and I couldn't be more excited than than um than i am today you know so super super so, you, so, so, you, so you have your own community your own group chat of, uh, of is it mostly artists or is it collectors or is it both or just builders and no, stuff it's, it's just artists like one is italian yeah. and the other one is just international yeah. and I, I i think it's just fun to you know wake up in the morning yeah. and just say dm to each other yeah and, yeah yeah you know even send previews of what you're working oh, that's on so just cool. talk about yeah it's like a support a mechanism nice right mm-hmm. yeah. also yeah yeah and and so and what is your future outlook on the space do you think do you think we've crossed the digital Rubicon and there's no coming back to it? Or do you feel like it was like, eh, maybe it was just a trend and it's eventually it's going to go 
it's it's going to go back to like it was before um you know covid or like i'm i'm curious to know what you know what what your yeah what your outlook is on the space i think technology is progressing so much that there's no going back and i'm mm. pretty happy about that so i think ah, NFTs great. that's that's interesting i'm okay. going to stay 100% and even with AI, I think there's so much more yeah. possibilities of, you know, having the blockchain explore so many different other aspects. So, yeah, it's it's going to stay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so I, I do agree with you. I'm, I'm of the same opinion that it's going to stay, that we have crossed the digital Rubicon and there's no coming back to it. Yes. And uh, and also that it is a good thing, right? Because it just expands the, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's just an, exp- an expansion of our knowledge base, right? As, as a, as a race, right? As, as the human race, right? The, the, the mm-hmm. expanding of our capabilities of our uh, sense of, uh, of knowledge and, um, and our, you know, and what are, and the pushing of what our limits are. Right. So I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. Now, obviously there's a dystopic element to that, right? Because, um, you know, if you look a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the artists out there, you know, uh, that deal with these themes, you know, do express a sense of anguish, right? Of angosha, uh, um, mm-hmm. right? The the the, the fear for yeah. uh, of the unknown, right? Because it could go to a place where you know, man makes way for machine, right? And there is that mm-hmm. fear of what would that look like? You know, do we become at some point uh, do we lose the c- control of the narrative and become subjugated to to the machine? Um, you can certainly say that's the case. Like we could be leading to it, but there's that element of like of the curiosity of wanting to know what is our limit, right? right? What you know, how, do, mm-hmm. how far we can take it as 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 a race. So it's almost a um, um, there's I guess there's almost a little bit of a Fermi paradox there. So I don't know, right? Um, you kind of like want to you you know you're a bit scared, but you you want to push forward because you want to know what's what's you know what's at the horizon right <laughs> mm-hmm. so i i think just as every new technology comes in you just have that fear you know i can only imagine when just yeah. phones came out the, the same thing probably happened you know it you, you have to like take these things with a positive approach because you know that the, there will always be the good and the bad so why bother now i just yeah, you know, I think it's just an exciting time to be a part of this transform transformation, and yeah, yeah, I just look forward to embracing everything that is coming. Oh, excellent! And so, uh, Nati, can you share a little bit uh, with us, you know, of your background and your artistic formation? You know, like, you know, the uh, schools, you know, your academic formation, your uh, and what led you through your artistic path? Mm-hmm. So my artistic journey began at a very young age when I developed a passion for painting, as I was saying. And mm. I would often create landscape and still life paintings, you know, finding joy in expressing myself through art. And as I grew older, I transitioned from painting to drawing and I discovered a profound interest in art history and with Vincent van Gogh becoming you know the most 
influential figure for me and I just love his masterful use of colors and brush strokes mm. techniques and you know those are actually the things that inspired me the most to seek a similar level of emotional storytelling in my own art as well oh. and despite my love for drawing I, I just found myself drawn to music during my teenage years as well and I just loved attending concerts and those just became a regular part of my of my life and you know that just led me to ask my mother to buy me a camera and from that point on concert and event photography just became my focus and that's actually when I just you know picked up a school where you know I was not doing photography but I was doing something similar that was graphic design so oh. for me that that was just another did, did, did you go did you go to a liceo artistico or for the, for the for the high school or something different no it, it was not um a liceo artistico it was more like um how do i say this <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying because like the school system is so different from like italy <laughs> And all over the place, yeah. <laughs> you know, better. But yeah, I basically just went to um, a graphic design institution. So ah. it was not like, um, I don't know, do, do you say high school or something? Yeah, high school, high school. I forgot. Yeah, yeah high school, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I chose that because I, I also tried to pick up languages, but I just didn't find myself, you know, really attached to that. So I ended up taking graphic design. I graduated from that. And that's that's actually when I knew that I wanted to do something with graphic design as well. And that's that's when, you know, I transitioned from the side of Italy to, you know, come here in Milan and just start working because I just wanted to, you know, showcase my artistic vision and finally work with clients and just you know grow myself as an artist and as a person and as the years went by I just developed a deep appreciation for other forms of art including video games and new and movies which for a girl like me is so unusual but <laughs> I, I just love it and you know games like GTA, Uncharted, The Last of Us, Cyberpunk, like all of these just influenced my cinematic quality. So that's amazing. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. I think we have to clarify for the non Italian listeners that, uh, you know, Italy expects you're 14 to know what you're going to do for a living when you grow up. So all the high schools are, oh, no. are, are, are already. Um, you know, they're already segmented into, into you know, there's, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to pursue the sciences, there's the Liceo Scientifico. If you want to pursue the humanities, you go to the Liceo Classico. Yeah. If you want to become a, a TV repairman, there's the Instituto Professionale and, and so on and so forth, right? And if you want to become an artist, there's a Liceo Artistico. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the reality is at the, end of the, at the end of the day, everybody changes everything at the end because they realize True. that's probably not, <laughs> not the... Not the address, uh, you know, the, the 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 career they wanted to make when they decided at fourteen. So, 
Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I changed twice, you know, if not three times. But um, oh, really? But the, yeah, <laughs> but the, but but you know, but it's it's part of the uh, it's part of the Italian educational experience, right? Uh, but we yeah. do okay, right? You know, the, eventually, you know, you find your way, you find your calling because, you know, I, I feel like the overall, the solid, ba- the foundational, um, how do you say instruction in English, uh, the, the teaching or the, the 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 learning, right, is pretty solid, right? Because mm-hmm. it's steeped in, uh, yeah, it in the humanities, you know, whether it's, uh, I mean, I, I I think I did Latin until I was, I was like 14. Same. Yeah, it was, it was mandatory. Um, so, you know, for as much as you hate it when you're going through it, you know, in retrospect, it's like, you know, I'm really glad, um, I, I, I did all that, right. Because it really, um, you know, really grounds you and really provides you the, you know, helps with the critical thinking and all that. So, um, yeah. but, um, anyway, so I'm sorry, you were, so you were saying you're in Milan now and. Yes, I'm in Milan now and I was touching on when I just moved here and I joined a web agency uh, mm-hmm. as a graphic designer where I worked on logos, uh, you know, branding, ads. And over time, I progressed to the role of becoming an art director, which was oh. very fun. And, very fancy. You know, I was, yeah, also, yeah, it's a, it's a very fancy name. <laughs> and I was curating brands in, you know, so many different fields, which I think really made me grow as an artist because like yeah. you had to talk to you know mercedes and tom ford and you know you, you really develop some sort of like i i don't want to say like intelligence but it's almost yeah. like oh, it is it is it is yeah. it's uh, you it, just have to know yeah it's experience where it is what it is right and uh you know you, yeah. you develop that uh the muscle right that um Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know just a combination of creative and uh and um you know persuasive right because you know you build on confidence you build on uh, um on you know a know-how and uh like you said and you know and also an artistic element to it as well so mm-hmm. hmm. excellent um so so not yet so as a as a key player and a contributor to the Web three space, like do you, do you feel do you see yourself as a as part of a uh, uh, you know transformational art movement, or do you think it's mostly a technology conversation? Like, do you feel like we're going through, you know, we've been, we've been talking about contemporary mm-hmm. art for like what 30, 40, 50 years now, and uh, and I feel like yeah. you know there's you know it hasn't been there hasn't been something new in far as far as currents or movements, right? Do you feel like that? You know, with this is different. With this, uh, with the advent of Web three, we are at the at the birth, at the beginning of a uh, of a new uh, movement. Or is it, or is it just like a a technology conversation? As I said earlier, mm, yeah, I think I definitely see myself as part of a transformational art movement. Like, well, technology, you know, the technology conversation is an integral aspect of the web tree i think it's not the only focus and you know i think web tree has opened up like new possibilities for artists to explore innovative mediums engage with audiences in you know pretty unique ways and i think it just challenged the 
traditional norms of the art world. So I, I think it just allowed for the the centralization of the artistic ownership. And yeah. But 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 that is that speaks mostly to market dynamics or to more like um, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, the uh, the the scene around it, right? Um, in, in terms of like you know true artistic nature, right? Uh, 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 do you feel like the the art itself is going through a uh, because of the digital, right? The digital impact. Do you feel like the art itself is going through a um, a re, uh, not a remake through uh, through the birth of something new, a new current, a new movement, artistic movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That is absolutely that is maybe in, maybe it's inspired by you know by by the glitch uh, uh, current. Maybe it's inspired by the by AI, or maybe it's inspired by um, uh, you know whether it's technology or not. You know, is it like a legitimate new? artistic movement or is it just the same old contemporary art that we just you know kind of uh, transitioning you know tools with you know what i mean yeah i think artists though in the web tree space are just pushing boundaries and i i just see like on my timeline like just every day i just Mm. see artists just exploring new ways of storytelling collaborating community building and you know, I, I've never seen something like this in the previous, you know, way of mm. viewing art. So I, I think it's it's pretty new, and yeah, I, I just love it. Yeah. So so Nati uh, believes that it is uh, we're at the dawn of a new art artistic movement. Yes, I definitely think so. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, so what what's a day in the life of Nati? What does it look like? Let's mm, let's start let's start at, let, let's start at seven a.m. What, 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 oh my god! What, what do we what do we find her? <laughs> Asleep, probably. Um, <laughs> I mean, after like a long as, I mean, after like a long night. Yeah, you know, taking photographs. Do you expect me to be? Yeah, up I, su- I suspect it so. I, sus- <laughs> I suspect it so. Um, but no, like a day in my life is just filled with a mix of creativity and organization. Like, of course, it doesn't start at seven a.m. But as I wake up, like one of my first rituals is to review my to-do list like i'm pretty peculiar with that Mm. and you know it's just to ensure that all my tasks have been completed from the day before and i think that just it just helps me to maintain a sense of structure and it just keeps me on track with my projects and you know of course depending on the day my schedule may vary um some days i just find myself immersed in the comfort of my home editing you know fine-tuning projects that i have been working on and it's during these moments that i just bring my ideas to life you know whether i'm just writing down visual narratives or you know crafting the aesthetic aspects of you know a body work that i'm just currently working on and you know other days i'm just out in the field with my team because i also do portrait photography or 
fashion photography it just depends you yeah. know based on the idea that i had you know and we just spend pretty much most of the day just out shooting um, you know working alongside with my team we collaborate to bring ideas come to life you know combining our skills and vision to you know always create something impactful like no matter what the genre is like even with my portraits i always aim to tell a story no matter what because i i just think that you know having the eyes and just a strong concept behind what you want to showcase it's it's just as important to me to bring that even in portrait photography for example yeah and and Nati, i have a question for you to to get to your um you know to get to your desired uh, end result right uh, after mm-hmm. you know after all this time all right of 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 creating that signature look, right? Is it a redundancy, meaning is a is it a routine of steps, or every single time is a labor of love, like that you have to kind of like, um, you know, uh, grind it out and struggle through and get through the different edits till you get to that point, or is it just a matter of like, okay, this is the picture, let me just like you know three quick uh, Photoshop steps, you know, you understand my question, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think for me right now, the process doesn't start in post-production and it doesn't even end there. Mm. Like it actually starts in the beginning of each project because like my eye just developed a sense of seeing, you know, different types of lights, especially orange because, you know, the city lights are orange and it's what my eye just like pictures every time that i'm out and about taking photographs so you already see it you already see it right yeah yeah Yeah. it's almost like my eye is just used to seeing the photograph as the end result when i'm taking it yeah and i think it's where everything is just easier for me because i don't want to spend like two hours working on a photograph yeah especially when I make all the work before. So for me, it's essential to envision what I want right away, whether it be, I don't know, an orange shirt, an orange backpack, or especially the orange lights are the things that I look up the most because I know that in post, everything else has to be blue and nuanced better. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh. So you start with the okay. So you start with the orange element, right? And then, and then eventually the yeah. blue works its way around, right? It finds its way in the image because it's it's the darkness in a way, right? It's almost like mm-hmm. the orange is I the agree. orange is the light, and the, and the blue and the teal is the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. And that is funny because the yeah. the blue is actually the light on the photograph itself, right, but. Right. I initially treat it as the darkness. Yeah, that's, so that's fun. pretty much oh, spot on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I know you said this, but I'm going to ask you again. Do you do you, so? Do you do you see a digital future something to be afraid of, to fear, or to embrace? Um, I think it's important to approach this topic with an open mindset. Like on one hand, 
there are valid concerns about the pot- the potential negative impacts of a digital future and i don't know like these concerns can include issues related to privacy security job displacement you know digital divide and on the other hand i just think that embracing a digital future offers like so many opportunities and benefits and you know digital technologies have the potential to enhance communication collaboration efficiency you know i think they just enable us to connect with other people worldwide and just to have access to a very fast and you know different types of information so yeah I, i just think that to navigate the complexity of this digital future it is crucial to find a balance and you know just address the challenges the challenges and i don't know i yeah. think the best answer that i can give is just, yeah i know it's yeah i, th- I know, think it's a very it's a very yeah i think it's a very honest and very very um it's a very point it's a very sincere take you know um which is but there's a lot of truth in it for sure so um your your project uh which is one of my favorite the uh, beneath the surface i think it's called um uh, to me it, it feels is. like it's like it's an invitation to it you know to explore to dig deeper um uh, you know than the layers of uh, superficiality um that we find until we reach you know we really get to the true self the authentic self do you, do you find that harder and harder to do because of our distracted lives destruct distracted lives um as byproducts of a digital life yes the project beneath the surface indeed serves as an invitation to explore and delve deeper to our authentic selves you know just sending the layers of superficiality that is just the character of our lives and yeah it just aims to reveal the profound and complex human experiences that just lie beneath the present of this world and you know in the context of our modern world digital lives you know there's just yeah. so many distractions as we were saying earlier in our conversation yeah. and I, I think that the constant presence of digital devices and the rapid pace of online interactions can lead to, you know, fragmented attention and, you know, lack of mindfulness. So, yeah, I, I just think that it's important to recognize the impact of the digital distractions. Yes, yes 100%. I, and, I think that the digital platforms can, you know, provide spaces for self-expressions and self-discovery. So yeah. I, I just think that we need to overcome the potential barriers. Yeah, and 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 Nati, that's why I think this this work is uh, this particular this work is important, right? Because it it uh, it brings that for, front and center, right? It brings that dilemma and that sort of like cautionary tale front and center, right? Um, you know that, mm-hmm. that there is a uh, that there is a um, 
what's the right word I'm looking for? There is a a, a price to pay in a certain way, right? There is a, yes. um, uh, you know, a, a byproduct of that, you know, of, of that. Mm-hmm. You know, with all mm-hmm. with all its with all its amazing benefits and all the the benefits and the the convenience mm-hmm. and the value that we get from the digital life. Um, you know, right. there's also, you know, there's also a, a check that a bill that is presented at the end, right? That you have to pay, and uh, the key mm-hmm. is to really manage it uh, um, in a in a in a in a in a smart way from the get go, so that it doesn't become um, all one or all the or all the other. So um, that's why I think this 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 work in particular is is very very important because it really. Like I said, it really highlights that and really brings it front and center. Absolutely correct. I think it's not something easy to understand. And it's what I've been working on a lot lately, like introspection and everything to do, you know, with mindset, mindfulness, and just, you know, reflect on ourselves and you know, it takes time to understand a body of work like that. And, and I'm pretty happy that you did. But I think that this kind of work that just spark, you know, questions within us are the ones that, you know, are gonna give an impact. Yeah. Yeah. What projects are you currently working on that anything you want to share with, uh, with the audience as far as uh, upcoming uh, projects? Mm, I'm currently working on a lot of things, as always. Ah, I have do tell two upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spill it out. Um, so I have two upcoming short films. One is still in the early stages of writing, and the other one is actually something that I'm going to be filming next week. And oh. I, I've been thinking about also releasing a book. Hint, hint. For a long time, and you know, yesterday I knew I was it. Just I knew it. A book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty cliche, but I don't know. I I just love how my work looks on prints. So I I always thought about making like a very high quality book, and that is why my entire shelf is now full of books for my favorite <laughs> photographers. And it's not only because I love their work, but yeah. I just love the entire process of curating, like from the paper to the title to how every page fits together yeah. to the highlights, you know, maybe adding some pages with a different type of texture than the rest. Like yeah. I, I just think it's it's very fascinating. I mean it can be it can be the work of art itself, the book, right? Right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. That's so exciting, Nati. I had no idea. That's great. It is. It is. Are you? Are you? Are I've been you keeping stoked? that as a secret. <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes a secret. Yeah. Um, wow. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you super excited about it? Are you stoked? I'm so happy. Like it's yeah. something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I wasn't ready. Yeah. Because I think that you have to be at a mature point of your artistic vision to actually think about a book, at least for me. I mean, other people can, you know, start at an early age and just, you know, see their mistakes in front of of, of them and then, you know, change it up, just get better. But for me, I just like to, you know, be 
at my best self and then I can start creating something that I'm really ready for. Yeah, I mean, because it's a serious business, right? There's the whole art direction uh, component. It's, you know, it's not just putting pictures on a, on a page, right? It's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty labor intensive. So, um, wow, that's so exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I Do you think like three months, six months as far as publishing and all that? I was thinking about um, late December. Okay. And it's, because it's when my birthday will be. So ah. I don't know. I think it would be fun to, to Celeb- do that celebrate with a book. Month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to gift it to all my parents and friends. <laughs> oh, nice. But, I mean, how many people can, can celebrate a birthday with publishing their own book? So good for you. I know, right? <laughs> That, that's that's fantastic um so so with that in mind then um so this is a question that i ask everybody everybody hates it but i i ask it anyway so so not in not in one year not in five and not in, in not in 20 years where do we find you? oh wow <laughs> oh wow this is like the the, the question that yeah. you know when, when you're applying for a job yes. people just ask you well this is an interview for a job too i like it (laughs) i like it though i like it yeah try your best to forecast (laughs) your own life i really will so in one year yeah january june 6 2024 (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that is pressuring me um but now i don't know i just see myself deepening my artistic exploration and just expanding my creative horizons and you know this could involve experimenting with new techniques exploring like different genres or teams and even like pushing boundaries like who knows because i i just want to establish my presence and the art world, you know, building connections within the industry and just engaging in collaborations with, you know, maybe other talented artists and creative minds. And additionally to that, I might explore avenues for showcasing my work in exhibitions, galleries, or online platform, because it's something that I've been loving lately. Like a couple of days ago, I just went to Turin and I went to one of my favorite photographers' exhibition, Ruth Orkin. And previous to that, I went to Vivian Meyer's exhibition. Oh, you did? Wait, wait, I, wait. She's, my, she's one of my favorites. I, I, no way. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, where did you see that show? Was it in Milan? No, it was in Turin. Like, I'm I so you know. crazy. Oh. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I just travel for exhibitions. Like, not going to lie. Oh, uh, uh, why not? Right? I mean, I mean, Torino is like right. Torino is like what an hour to, for, from you. So yeah, it's like yeah. two hours. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Right? To see a, to catch a Vivian Meyer show. My goodness, my, one of my favorite. I forget the name of that picture. It's the it's the old folks all dressed in yellow and they're crossing the street. It's um oh, it's it's a genius shot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. I'll send I'll DM it to you. It's 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 she she was such a genius. She was such a you know her and yeah um again I you know, love with so Arbus, right she's probably one of the one, yes. of, the, one of the best um mm-hmm. that's fantastic so okay uh, keep going so 
Hmm. Now we have the hard part, which yeah. is five years. Five years, yeah. So, hmm. I think I see myself having, I don't know. This is a hard one. Mm-hmm. I just hope to have gained a significant yeah. recognition for my work. And mm. I don't know, being featured in prestigious publications. Right. I just envision myself just to continue to push my boundaries and just right. explore technologies, mediums, platforms. So, yeah, I just want to and you, so in your mind that- recognition by uh, established uh, whether they're publications or institutions uh, that in the same time allow you to to con- to be an artist full time right because uh, you know with that recognition yes. comes the uh, the demand for the work right the demand uh, the, yes. the 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 increase in value of the work and therefore mm-hmm. allows you to 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 continue to make a living off of it so that you can do that, continue doing that as full time because it is your passion, right? Correct? Yes, it yeah. is my passion. It is what I love the most. It yeah. is what my heart always beats for in the morning. So, yeah, yeah I think all of this would really help me, yeah. not only for myself, because of course that's normal, but yeah. the message that I want is just people to really understand my work and have a deeper connection to that like that is really why i'm doing what i'm doing right and and art is what gets you up in the morning right it's what gets what gets you excited about the day yeah (laughs) it it is it is not at seven but it is (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so looking and 10 years you said no 20 20 20 no it's oh my god from ventana in 2043 Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not bad, but I'm kidding. But I just strongly want my art to have influenced yeah. and shaped the artistic landscape. I know it's strong to say, ah. but I just believe in my work so much. And I hope that yeah. by then it's going to be leaving a mark on future generations of artists. Well, I'll tell you what, Nati, it sounds, I mean, it feels like to, it already is, right? Because, you, you know, you've done the, the hard part, which is establishing a, a framework, right? A visual framework and, uh, and, and you know, in a, in a signature look, right? Um, and, uh, but obviously the, uh, you know, the artist grows, right? You know, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to build on that. You're going to develop on that. You're going to probably go in different mm-hmm. directions, right? You're going to probably adopt new, different mediums, right? But the... Yeah. Um, uh, but the thesis, you know, behind the art, right? The 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 the, the creative vision behind behind the art is, um, you know, is 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 progressive, right? And it's uh, and it builds, and it, it never feels discontinued, right? It always builds on the previous uh, on the previous uh, steps. So you've you know you've developed that foundational aesthetic, right? Now it just mm-hmm. kind of so in twenty years, uh, one could say, oh, yeah, that is definitely. Uh, a naughty right or yeah and, and, <laughs> it, and it's like, so yeah. funny that you said that because yeah. sometimes people just comment they on my work now. yeah they do it now and yeah. you know that just makes me so happy because yeah. i've been trying to work yeah. on this style and just like this type yeah. of communication for more than a decade yeah. and just seeing that the results are being 
you know, visible right now and tangible. Yeah. It's just amazing. So I just hope that by then it's, it's not going to be like only, yeah, you know, it almost becomes, it almost becomes a canon, right? It's almost, um, Mm-hmm. Um, si dice canon, canone, insomma, it's a canone. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it almost becomes its own um, its own school, right? Of 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 of, mm-hmm. uh, um, and yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And but I feel like you you've already done the hard work, you know. Now, um, but and and for, and I, I do want to reiterate, right? Because I did mention at the beginning, um, that it does it doesn't end there. It's not the end all be all, right? There because there is the whole work uh, the messaging behind it right it's the it's the it's the substance behind the, the you know the aesthetic choice right the, the visual framework that yes. is really really uh which is your storytelling right which uh, which that, that never exactly, stops that yeah. never ends right whether you, you're telling it through a short film or you're telling mm-hmm. it through a, a book that you're writing or whatever it is right it's uh, uh it's really about the 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 the, the portrayal of these stories that you tell so yeah, it's never going to end because each one of us just go to different stages of life or yeah. just like experiences, moments, and, you know, those things are just going to keep on inspiring you. So, yeah, yeah it's it's never going to stop now. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. So an hour and 17 minutes, and I swear it feels like we just got on the – on on the phone um this oh, wow. this went by really 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 fast um i agree but that's what they say where when you're having a good time this was a this was a wow a great conversation and uh uh gosh i was so looking forward to it so not anything else we want to add to this conversation anything um you want to share anything we haven't covered that you feel like needs to be um highlighted or you tell me I think you've done a pretty uh, good job with your questions. Like I really loved joining you because, you know, people sometimes just stand by the upper image and, you know, they just see the surface. So I'm just glad that I had to talk about, you know, and delve deeper about the communication behind my work. Yeah, and uh, and you feel like we covered it well, right? We kind of uh, we peeled the layers, right, and got to the essence and to the core of uh, who Nati the artist is, right? We did, we did yeah. absolutely, a hundred percent. So thank you so much. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you again, Nati. Uh, like I said, it's been uh, an amazing pleasure and uh, and an honor to have you on the show. Like I said, I was looking forward to talking to you. Um, huge fan of your work and uh gosh i feel like everybody should uh, if not familiar they should definitely uh brush up on or research uh because uh, it is a a pretty vast uh body right it's on the foundation it's on super rare uh it's on object um i mean you you work yes. on both on both uh, uh platform both Chain. blockchain and blockchains yeah. yeah so um and uh, you know there's there is an element of uh uh, should I say a scarcity? There's an element of uh, of thought out, and uh, you know there is a discipline to the uh, to the to the to the output. So, um, and it for is. for you know any collector, any respectable collector would find would find that admirable and uh, and uh, you know and interesting. So, uh, so 
thank you again, Nati, for joining us. And uh, thank you for, to the audience for listening. And uh, uh, we will uh, talk uh, next time. Uh, thank you, everybody. And thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye.